0: My name is Stefan Sandoni. Thank you for tuning in to another broadcast of Stephen's World. Today's date is December 3rd, 2020. My, how this year has flown by. My guest tonight is funny man, the G-man, Alan Gitlin. Alan, thanks for coming on the show tonight. Hey,
1: Stephen,
0: what's happening, buddy? What you up to? Well, I'm, I'm about to laugh my... Uh, my booty off right now for those of you out there who don't know who the g-man is alan can you bring our audience up to speed and tell them a little bit about yourself tonight a little bit about me
1: uh, i'm an actor i'm a comedian i'm a script writer uh, i do a lot of podcast interviews i'm the interview e or whatever you want to call it on the earth that's not the e um been in some major movies a few little commercials, a lot of independent movies, a couple of music videos. As a matter of fact, there's one out there now. Uh, if anybody knows, little TJ, called FN, and I'm the judge in that. And it's got a tremendous amount of following on YouTube and on Spotify. So that's a little bit about my background. I've been in this industry about, well, for now, about 20 years.
0: Okay, Alan. Right now, I'd like to ask you. Now you're living in New Jersey right now. Tell me, what's happening in your state since the pandemic? Uh,
1: well, we have a clueless, freaking fellow. As I call him, our governor, and um, he's raised the taxes. He's raised the um, the roads. we don't have to vote on it you just raise them um there's a 7.2 million dollar road fund in their court during a pandemic, when half New Jersey was out of work, uh, they should have had a bill that said, let's hold off until six months after COVID, uh, you know, was ended to see how much gas we sell, but they just put that 10 cents into effect October 1st. So not only do we get whacked with the tolls, but we got whacked with more taxes on our gas and half the state is out of work and collected unemployment. And that's really nice to help the people
0: out, isn't it? Sure. I mean, they're helping themselves and not helping the people. Yeah, I mean. Yes. Now, right now, for comedians, because I remember back in the day when I hosted uh, comedy shows in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, right. uh, we got people to come in audiences, 200, 250 people we had. We filled right. the rooms. But now, with this pandemic, with the 25%, you know, mm. uh, maximum and uh, no alcohol after 10 p.m., how does the comedian get out there and get noticed?
1: or zoom but you can't get the crowd that you would have and um listen where the comedy clubs really make their money is the liquor and the food and if you have 25 percent let's say your club's seats 100 and you got 25 people in there you can you can barely pay the comedian let alone your bills so it's really not working for anybody right now um and guys are not getting out there to try to do whatever they can on zoom that's it's the only thing you can do Got gotcha. you know Try out new material. As a matter of fact, Jeff Jeff Dunn had something on the other day. It was the first thing he's done in like eight months. You know, uh, on Comedy Central. You uh, know, he hasn't done his act, and, and he's been home and with his two little boys from his second marriage. Um, and he just put together an act because he needed to get on TV. You know, he's got bills to pay too. He's got child support. He's got you know a couple of kids from his first marriage. right now he's probably making the most money out of any comedian right now going to a divorce also
0: who else what's going on with him well um, I, I think you're right right now it's a difficult time for, to get out there to be funny most people are in fear you know they let right. the false right. evidence appear real and uh, they're afraid to laugh because right now yeah, you know, there's, there's not a lot of humor going on
1: right now in this pandemic you know you got Chuck the Schmuck and you got Fancy Nancy you know and you got <laughs> I don't mean to uh, pick on uh, people who are LGBT but uh, you got Cuomo the Homo that are, are gay and that's fine that's, that's your lifestyle and you know as long as you don't throw it on me you know uh, but he is a whack job well, and you got of course Fredo his brother Chris you know
0: who <laughs> follows in his footsteps you know Fredo you mean from the Godfather right yeah Fredo Cuomo yeah <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah dumb and dumber I you know it's just so funny I've watched one time yeah, well, where, we don't know which one is which though well, I watched one show where Chris <laughs> interviewed uh, Andrew I was like oh my god are these guys serious I mean they're not playing right. with a full deck yeah. I don't even think no. they're playing with the box and it's just it's just yeah, saying <laughs> well now he is I guess because his girlfriend left him so uh, right and, 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 and uh, the governor's
1: uh, girl left him too she's out in California Is Andrew D I think her name is whatever she was okay. the, the, the chef okay. the chef
0: yeah. Yeah. Well, somebody else is sampling the recipe right now I would imagine well it's not,
1: not even one for sure. Yeah. yeah.
0: You know, they're so full of themselves. If if I haven't met them, I'd have to make sure I had my cowboy boots on, you know? Well, you have to have
1: some high boots on because they're going to give you a
0: lot of shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, I want to ask you now about some stories. Uh, yeah. uh, tell me about something recently happened, something that is hard to swallow. Something that, that you just Ticks you off, let's say. Hard to swallow. Hmm. Well, I don't know if I told you this uh, dating
1: this dating story. This is a very true dating story. Uh, about three months ago, I met this lady online who who uh, lived on Seventy Second and First Avenue in the city. Um, she wanted to meet me. She don't want to talk on the phone. You know, I just want to meet you. I'm not playing games. So I agreed to meet her in the city. I said, let's pick out a place for lunch. And uh, a couple of days before this whole, we, go, we go to meet, I check out this place, and I realize that a hamburger is 30 bucks. Wow. <laughs> anyway, lunch cost me uh, $92, I believe, that day. Uh, no big deal. So we walk down First Avenue, and there's a little shop there. And a very pretty lady. She looked like Aunt Margaret. She looked like Aunt Margaret. She sees a a full-length coat that she likes, and she says, do you mind if I go in and look at it? I said, sure, go ahead. So she goes in, and she says to the lady, how much is it? And the lady says $540. She says to the lady, I'll give you $500, and the lady says, listen, this is not a flea market. (laughs) The (laughs) coat (laughs) is $500. lady and and the owner and, the, and she says do you have one of my size she said you know the one in the window is gonna to be too small on you because you're too big on top and she says well can I try it on the lady said, listen I'm telling you it's not gonna fit you you need a little bigger size so she insists on it and the lady can let her try it on and of course she can't button it across the top okay um, so she said to the lady do you, did you did you have one of my size she said yes. I had one in your size. I stole it this morning. Uh, the lady went shopping. It's in the back. She said, "I tell you what. I give you five hundred dollars cash. Tell lady had a spot on it." She said, "The lady already paid me. I can't do this. What are you <laughs> wrong with you?" So we walk out, and I'm a little embarrassed, but ah, uh, okay, whatever, you know. And we walk into Central Park, and she's wearing a mask, and she's yelling at people. You motherfucker, put your fucking mask on. What the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> a mask on you know i mean listen i i agree you should be wearing a mask but i'm not going to berate somebody if they don't want to wear it you know what i mean you're outside it's not like you're in a, in a closed you know place so anyway we we go back to her apartment which is on the 27th floor overlooking central park and she starts taking out she lost her husband about eight years ago and he was hit by a cab and pushed her out of the way so she didn't get hit and unfortunately the man died he was 15 years older than her this shit and then she says oh by the way do you want his annex uh really and then the best of all is she tells me that there's some guy she was seeing for six or eight months and he's a millionaire he lives in philly and he's been coming into the city uh once or twice a month and every two weeks uh you know he, he stays here thank you man and and it goes on his merry way and so she finds out that he's married and she's telling me all this and he says to her well can i still come and and fuck you and she says yeah give me two thousand dollars every time you come so for the last six months he's been doing this uh which is basically being a whore basically you know and she's telling me that this apartment that she lives in costs five five thousand dollars now I think I'm stepping up, you know, in class here and I found out this lady is like really in the gutter, you know, so the next day, um, I leave and I, I just didn't feel, well. I didn't feel well or these days where you just wake up and you don't feel well. So I send her a text and listen, I know you wanted me to come to the city today, I'm not coming in, I don't feel well, Turn the phone off, you know, I just don't really feel well today. So. I get a text later on from her, you know, what's wrong with you, you're ignoring me. I said, listen, I told you the phone is off. I'm really not paying attention to the phone. I've been sleeping all day. I really don't feel well, you know, just kind of leave me alone. So the next morning, instead of saying, you know, I hope you feel better. She says to me, why do you ignore me? Why didn't you want to come in city yesterday to see me? So I laid it all out to her. I said, listen, first of all, no guy wants to hear that you're screwing somebody else. Okay. take a Xanax on the first, when you first meet somebody, and you embarrass me with this mask thing, you embarrass me with the store thing, and tell him, no matter what kind of problems you have with your children, you don't call them pieces of shit, okay, and I said, be honest with you, I said, I think you need help, I think you've never gotten over your, your husband's death, and I think you need help, you need to repair your relationship with your children, you need to tell this guy that's giving you two grand to screw you to get lost, number one. I said, I think you need a psychiatrist, and you need to work on yourself before you can be with anybody else. <laughs> so about four or five hours later, I get a text from her saying, thank you for being so honest with me. <laughs> 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 so here's a woman, I think I'm moving up in class, a really classy lady, and I found out that she's really lowered in, I don't know, dirt pretty much. You know well, I
0: mean. she was not class, she was just a piece of ass.
1: You know? uh, yeah, and I don't even know if she was that even, because right, well. I didn't get any, so it don't matter. Well,
0: you're better off you didn't because it would have came. It would have came with a high price tag. Oh, it
1: would have came with a nut job. Yeah, yeah, and not a walnut either. It might have been a. It might have been a. You know, Pomeranian or something. I don't
0: know. Well, you know, sunshine. Sunshine always follows rain. So you know, things have to get better from there.
1: Yes. So that's something I thought was kind of funny in this pandemic. Uh, This I just couldn't believe it. Uh, You know, this woman is supposed to be this classy lady. And I find out that she's lowered in dirt and just a whack job, pouring herself out. You know.
0: Well, so, you know what it is. It's like uh, you just have to wait for the right one. I mean, you got you got to weed through the you know the uh, the garbage till you find the uh, the treasure. Well, you know, so.
1: it's a needle in the haystack. You got to try and find that needle in the haystack. That's all. Yeah. You, you will. You got to go through the hay to get to the needle. You know. You
0: will. Well, you found what you don't want. Now you know what you do want because. Right. Uh, You know, people open up their mouths and, uh... Stick their foot in it. Exactly. So, you know, let it be them, not you. But you you learned a lesson from that. It wasn't that costly, like the other guy's lesson, and, uh... No. But uh, it it was, nevertheless, a lesson in uh, in dating. In dating, yeah. Yep, yep. So, here we are. Mm -hmm. December 3rd. Year's almost over. Magic wand time. What do you want for the world this year?
1: Too many people are getting sick. We need to go back to a normal life, whatever
0: that is, anymore. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, We need to go without masks,
1: be outside with our friends, and be able to congregate with our loved ones, you know, without
0: worrying. Well, you know, uh, you're right. You know, this, this brings up many red flags. I was just watching Channel 4 this morning, and I don't really watch the news. Uh, today's show, I think it's called. And right. uh, the announcer comes on and says, Since 2015, Bill Gates has has spent $450 million for the CDC because he wants to get a vaccine for, for this COVID. I'm saying, wait a minute, isn't he a computer guy? What has he got to do with, you know, met the medical profession? And you realize that this magic pill that they want to get is not what it's supposed to be. You know, right now, they, they want to people, get people divided so that way they right. can take it all what they have. And it's a well, shame. And when people wake up, They'll do what my my, my grandfather, my Italian grandfather, not my Jewish one, but my my Italian grandfather told me about Italy during Mussolini's reign. And uh, my grandmother's cousin, my grandmother was Teresa Ciano, and her cousin was uh, Mussolini's mistress. True story. And my grandfather had like six boys that he had to get out of Italy because Mussolini was going to put them into the army one by one. And he told me, he said that Mussolini was the worst piece of garbage that you could ever meet. But the Italian people, when they figured it out, they shot Mussolini and his mistress, girlfriend, and his whole cabinet, and then hung them all upside down in Rome where people spat on them thereafter. And I think what's going to happen is people in this country are going to wake up and revolt and say, you know what? We're not taking it no more. You know so. so, I I know so because right now there's no evidence... I mean, we've had the bubonic plague. We have all different right. flus. More people die from the flu every year, Alan, than they're yeah. dying from this. And yeah. and uh, when you take people out of a hospital right. and you send them a test, to go to an independent laboratory, comes back, false positive, then right. you send them from the hospital where they're secure, with doctors, right. to nursing homes all over the state to die. And then when the governor is asked about it, his response is, well, they were going to die anyway. Well, right. no, Thank they you weren't going much. to die. Thank you very much. So we throw, throw people out the window. Right. And, their lives don't exist. It don't right. Matter. Exactly. So that way the state can uh, get back some of the money that they have been giving out, doling out over these years. And you look at it, now they want to put in Staten Island, and I'll throw this out there, South Beach, another place, facility hospitals to send people. But in South right. Beach, there, they've got this orange zone now, and all the essential businesses will close. So that way they can bring these people into this hospital. Nobody will see them because if it's a Death Valley Days facility and nobody can be around there, then another 3,000 people can mysteriously die. But I met a man who was in a park in Totten Totten Park in in Queens. And he told me he saw all the, the, the body bags and the freezers and the Brooklyn docks there that were all killed from this COVID. And there was one couple... Whose mother, a father, was in uh, Jersey Hospital, and they wow. said that they were dead. They rushed up there, and the son opened up, and zip, unzipped the bag before it went downstairs to the morgue, wow. and his father was still alive. Wow, Wow. So, shit, man. yeah. So when, but you didn't see that afterwards uh, more, more on YouTube. that it was like one and done because the truth is strange stranger than fiction. But right now, you know, if if what I've said is true. The last right. place you want to go to right now is to a hospital. Now, right. speaking of hospitals, right. on November 9th, yes. you had surgery for your go heart. Right. Tell me about go that. Right.
1: Well, I had a heart attack four years ago on November 9th. I collapsed on the street in New Jersey and it put a stent in my heart a couple of days later. And last February, uh, this February of 20, I did a new. Uh, and I flunked it, and the doctor didn't believe that I flunked it, and he had the equipment in his office, and he actually read the thing like three times. He didn't believe it, because everything I do is, you know, right on, and uh, he said, listen, we don't want to take a chance. We want to see what's going on, because, you know, you collapsed in the street, and we didn't have a warning on that one. So uh, they took pictures, and they found out I had a 75% blockage, but they didn't want to do it because that was right when COVID hit, uh, March and March 12th, I believe it was. So, um, I walked around with this thing. I also lost 25 pounds after uh, my heart catheterization. I had no desire to eat for 14 days. I lived on soup and water, basically. And I couldn't get out of bed. They also gave me some new medicine, which apparently I couldn't handle. Um, but anyway, um, and so beginning of October I called up and I said listen I gotta get this thing done you know this is going on way too long now and we decided that my I needed a second stint in my heart and I said to the doctor doctor said when do you want it done and I said well we waited seven months we might as well wait another couple of weeks and have it done the same day as my heart attack so I can't forget 11-9 because of my heart attack and so we wanted to put a second stint in on the same day which he was laughing he's like really I go well. Why do I need to remember another day for? I, just, you know, I'm getting older and my memory's getting a little shorter.
0: So, <laughs>
1: you know, uh, do it the same day. And so, uh, I, I, w- I had a stint put on uh, the ninth of November, and now it's, it's almost almost a month. And I've been back to the doctor once, and everything's good. I don't have any pain. Um, I had a little soreness, but nothing major. Where they went in with, in, in with the camera. You know, It was black and blue and now it's turning orange and I got a little lump there, but it'll go away eventually, you know, uh, but otherwise I feel fine, uh, but they got me in and uh, surgery was done about 11 o'clock on the 9th and I was out of here by noon um, the next day, you know, there's no reason to keep me as long as they monitor my heart, everything's okay, Get to, gets out of here. You
0: well, I'm glad that they they took care of that. And I'm glad they didn't remove your funny bone because you still got it, bro. Oh, <laughs> well, that's well.
1: It's, they were pretty close though when they when they put when they went in the groin there though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the wrong bone. Sorry about that.
0: Oh, so, is my funny bone. No, you but did. You that's mean? okay. It's it's okay. It's fair game here tonight.
1: Polish, you know, uh, you gotta be able to laugh at yourself. You can stereotype any group. You know, um, I don't know if you ever heard this, but you know, my kids are Jewish and Italian, so I have a joke about what
0: they can't get wholesale; they steal. <laughs> well, you know, you know
1: it's. It off, you can't refuse
0: one or two. It's funny because so, my mother was Jewish and my father was Italian, and it, it, there was a synagogue right on my block, right. and uh, they, you know, they didn't think I was Jewish, and they would say. Kid, you can't play here, it's Saturday, right? So I had this uh, little beanie copter on my head, and I uh, waited until just, just about when everybody was going in, and make I set cops. it off, Not you know? no yeah. I set off the copter, so, I mean, it didn't go too well, but that was my comedic start uh, in life. But regardless of what you are, you know, be but, proud of what you are, who you are, and realize that, you know, we're all beautiful until we open up our mouths and prove otherwise.
1: Somebody, they don't believe I'm Jewish. You you've met, you know me, and a lot of people don't think I'm Jewish. So if it's a guy, you know, I, I show him my meziza If it's a girl, I show him my circumcision. You know.
0: <laughs> and then you should show him your wallet with the leftovers from the circumcision. That's right. The
1: tips. I keep the tips. That's right. And there's a joke about that. Did I ever tell you the joke about that? About the the Jewish guy that goes into the the store to buy something, and the guy says, "You know." Uh, on that wall it's awful small and he says you know if you rub it a few times it becomes a suitcase
0: (laughs) bang zoom i love that one, alan tell me your website how people can get a hold of you how they can
1: okay my website is www.g-man.net uh there's a phone number on there there's probably an email address on there you can see all the stuff i've done like I said, I've done some major movies, a few here and there, um, some commercials, some industrial commercials, and uh, a lot of independent stuff that uh, you know, probably never saw, never even heard of, but uh, it looks good on my resume, so <laughs> that's all I know. That's
0: exactly right. The uh, lo- the the invite,
1: you know, everything you do I enjoy uh, everything I do I have fun with it um, when I'm on a set whether it be big or small everybody knows me by the end of the day because I make myself known you know I call it's called networking and you gotta let people know who you are you can't just go on a set and be quiet and don't do anything you know you gotta talk to people and get your name out there you know well
0: so I yeah, you're right. everything I do you know, you're right. No. Alan, it's been a pleasure tonight chatting with you, and uh, you are definitely a rising star. And uh, no one's going to stop you from shining brightly, that's for sure. And while you're around, enjoy it, because life, life is what you make it work, life is, and Life is very
1: short. People don't
0: realize it. Yeah, we all have a born on a grudge. Yeah. You know, I try not to
1: hold a grudge on anybody. If you don't like somebody, just stay away from them, that's all.
0: You're right. I mean, if you do, you know, you might as well dig two graves, one for yourself and one for the other person. So you can't get down to that level. And that's correct. You, you know, so you know
1: if, if somebody crosses me, you know, I'm a really easygoing guy, and I'll do just about anything for anybody. If you cross me, there's no coming back, and I'll just stay away from you, that's all.
0: Yeah, I'm kind you of know. the same way. i make sure that I'm not
1: in your circle anymore, that's all. You're not in my circle.
0: Yeah, I, pretty, yeah, I pretty much let them turn to stone. I just turn my head and, you know, mm-hmm. out of sight, out of mind, and... Try not to get down to that level, and just try to find like-minded people. And I'm glad that I was okay. on that train, you know, from Chicago, you going to New yeah. York, and I met you, because uh, it's been fun, a fun ride, you know, from the beginning to the end. Yeah. And I'm sure you and I will have more rides, more conversations, and uh, more, more stories to tell. So, Alan, I want to yeah. thank you tonight for coming on Stephen's yeah. world thank and you, Stephen. and sharing this with me and. Live as long as you want, and never want as long as you live, brother, okay? Correct, correct, Stefan. yeah. All right, we'll say right. goodnight, right. and uh, Stefan Sondoni signing out.
1: Very cool, man. All
0: right. Good night, sweetheart, well, it's time to go. Good night, sweetheart, well, it's time to go. Good night, sweetheart. See you.